It's so easy to focus on bad news. But I want to remind you, in our day, God is giving people new life in Jesus around the world. God is moving. God is at work. And God is doing things out of brokenness. If, if you're looking at COVID as an obstacle to spreading the gospel, then you don't have the strategy from the Lord because COVID is actually the catalyst to spread the gospel. I'm thinking of one lady in particular. She had been learning how to become a better Muslim at one time in her life. Then she met some Christians. She was watching them and she goes, they've got something. I like what they got. And I opened that Gospel of Luke and something was happening inside me as if I was thirsty. And this was the kind of water that I was looking for. I have to take a decision. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus' words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help, right now on the Voice of the Martyrs radio network. Well, 2020 has been quite a year. As we look backwards, I don't think we can avoid seeing death division and destruction but it's also been a time when many people have come to find new life and peace in christ all around the world we're going to hear examples of that as we look back today on some of the most moving moments from 2020 here on the voice of the martyrs radio now we have to be honest many of these encouraging stories will be set against a backdrop of persecution and suffering but stick with us You'll be reminded God is at work drawing people to himself, even in places resistant to the gospel. One of our highlights from 2020 illustrates this so well. We talked with a gospel worker named Pam. She told us about a refugee camp in Bangladesh where the Rohingya people have fled. Conditions in the camp are horrendous. But in the middle of this humanitarian tragedy— people within this camp are coming to know Jesus. Pam tells us about a Muslim woman she met in the camp. She had been learning how to become a better Muslim at one time in her life. And she was taught, you know, you have to cover up. You have to be covering up in a proper way to be accepted by God. Then she met some Christians, and she was watching them, and she was all covered up. She was showing her face, but she had the scarf on. Mm -hmm. And she was watching them, and she goes, they've got something. I like what they got. And then she sees that they had a children's Bible on their table. So then she said to these Christians, she goes, um, what is that book? <laughs> they said, well, it's a, it's a Bible. It's about God. And she goes, well, can I have it? And they were like, well, I guess so. So they gave it to her. Well, to make a long story short, she gave her life to Christ later on. And it was uh, a journey for her, like for many people, but for her, it took a little longer. But she was seeking after the Lord, and the Holy Spirit was wooing her. Mm -hmm. So we never know where someone is at when they're fully clad. Another lady, she was also being, you know, a good Muslim, wearing everything over her head and so forth. And, of course, in her country where she lived, it was the law. You had to be covered up going outside. In her home, she did what she wanted. But uh, eventually, the Lord touched her and healed her, and she gave her life to Christ as well. And so we don't want to judge people with the outward appearance of how they're dressed, because we don't know what God's doing in their heart. 
That's a gospel worker named Pam. She and her husband serve with Operation Mobilization in Central and Western Asia. I hope Pam's story will encourage you to share your faith, because we have no idea how the Holy Spirit may have prepared another person's heart to hear the gospel. We're listening back this week to some of the most moving moments from 2020 here on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Here's another story of the Holy Spirit using a Bible to draw someone to faith in Christ. Amin lived in Algeria. He was a teenager during a time of rising Islamic fundamentalism in Algeria, and all the young people in his village were regularly taught about Islam. But a different kind of message got to him over radio airwaves. And I was listening to TWR, Transworld Radio, and I have heard this, the first time good stories about Jesus. And as a good Muslim, I write down the others and send them letters trying to convince them that they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so they sent me back a letter and uh, I opened the letter and I found in it a copy of the Gospel of Luke. That copy of Gospel was designed to look like a normal letter so that, so that they could send it to Saudi Arabia, to Iran, to Algeria. And I opened that Gospel of Luke and I started reading. And as if something was happening inside me, as if I was thirsty, and this was the kind of water that I was looking for. And I said, okay, I will show this Christian that their Bible is falsified. So I <laughs> started to write something. But at the end of the homework, I found that this Bible is the truth. So <laughs> how, how can a falsified Bible encourage me to love my enemy? So I said, whereas in the Quran, we are exhorted to, to fight back, to, to take revenge. But Jesus here is encouraging us to love our enemies. So, and I started comparing the two teachings. And the end of the road, I find myself, I have to take a decision, which is from heaven and which is earthly, which is from another source. And I remember I uh, was listening to uh, Transworld Radio. The presenter just invited the listeners to give their life to Jesus. And it was in October, I think 1989. I was a, a teenager and I knelt down. I prayed after him. That's prayer of salvation. And this is how I come to know the Lord. You know, sometimes we think of sharing our faith as something complicated or complex, and sometimes, you know, we certainly do have to walk with people through a process. But Amin's story shows us how God can use something as simple as sending the book of Luke in the mail. Let me play another story that illustrates something similar. This is from another of the great conversations we had in 2020 here on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio our guest was Brother Byram. He grew up in a Muslim family in Turkey. Someone gave him a New Testament, and God did the rest. Byram came to faith in Jesus, 
Then he told his family. Yeah, at first I told to my wife on the phone, and her first reaction was she would divorce me. Instantly. Uh, instantly, yeah. And she's a wow. practicing Muslim, and she knows that her family wouldn't accept this. She has two elder brothers. Then I told my brother in his house, uh, apartment in Turkey, in Istanbul. I saw I saw a dream, and I, I become a Christian. I don't know any Christian. I know any church. <laughs> your your whole Christian experience was somebody had given you a New Testament, uh-huh. and you had read it, uh-huh. and you had had this vision of Christ. So yeah. nobody had discipled you. Nobody had trained you up. No. <laughs> you were just saying, yes. hey, I, I'm a follower of Christ now because I had this vision. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying I'm a Christian now. <laughs> and But at first my uh, brother didn't react, but the next day with an old friend, he, he said they want to take me to a psychiatrist. <laughs> you know, when you, you, start you might be crazy. <laughs> you've, you've become a Christian. You might be crazy. Let's go to a psychiatrist uh-huh. and get you checked out. Yeah, um, dreams and visions and stuff, you know. <laughs> I said, why not? You know, I thought you know, that would be like 30-minute session, and I would share my testimony. You know, I have all those businesses in the U.S. I went to some of the best schools in my country, got master's degree. So I didn't think anything bad would happen, but they took me to a mental hospital, and they locked me up there for 15 days. I got in and they got my phone. They said they're going to run some tests. They took me up to fourth floor behind the locked doors among like 15 to 20 real crazy people. Whenever the doctors wanted to talk to me, they would take me to, you know, the office, small office and question me, you know. I answered all their questions and I keep telling them I cannot be the only one in the world seeing Jesus in a dream and becoming a Christian. One of the doctors actually talked to me later on, he searched, and he said, you know, the 60 to 70 percent of the Muslim becoming a Christian through visions and dreams. You know, that's a big So you definitely weren't the only one. Yeah. Okay, that is definitely true. Byram was not the only one that God spoke to in visions and dreams. For another example, let's listen to the story of Omid. It's one of the most moving moments from 2020 here on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio, Let me give you some background. Omid was a Muslim living in Iran. He started reading the New Testament not to find Jesus, but actually hoping to find errors that he could use as an argument against Christianity. When I uh, read the book of Matthew, I I, I wanted to have the Old Testament because I I said it's the older book and I can uh, find the more mistake or error there. I didn't ask anyone because I didn't want someone to know that I read the New Testament. Till one night I had the dream. I I was in a big ship uh, and many boats around us. And there was a man on the deck with some people around him. They called me to come and pray for him. Now it was strange that Omid would be asked to pray in his dream. The idea of crying out to a personal God was different than the prayers he had grown up with in Islam. Suddenly, a man uh, in white touched my shoulder from behind. Uh, He showed me the box in a corner and gave me the golden guitar and a a small box wrapped uh, in a piece of cloth uh, and then said, uh, stay on my way. I'm going to repeat some of Omid's story because I want to make sure you understand and hear what he's saying. In Omid's dream, he saw a man in white. Omid was given a guitar. Now, 
That may seem a little bit strange until you realize that music was about to become a significant part of Omid's life and a way that he would start serving the body of Christ. He was also given a package, a gift, and he was told by the man in white, stay on my way. That was all fresh in Omid's mind the next morning when his car wouldn't start. He had to hurry to get to work on time, and he decided to take a taxi. He didn't pick up any other passengers. You know, in Iran, it's not normal to only you take the one passenger. Usually, the taxi take the four passenger, and after he start to, uh, you know, to go for the directions. When we arrived, I get out the taxi. I asked for the fare, but he handed me a package. The taxi driver gave Brother Omid a package that looked an awful lot like the one he had seen in his dream the night before. I was so confused. And when I finally recovered, the taxi driver was um, gone. You know, when, when I unwrapped it, I was shocked. It was the, the Bible. That means the Old Testament and uh, New Testament together. It was, uh, uh, you know, unbelievable. Omid had never owned a complete Bible before. Now, you and I probably didn't receive a Bible under such dramatic circumstances, a dream, a mysterious taxi driver. But this story is a great reminder that the Bible is a precious gift to us, just like it was to Omid. My hand was shaking, and when I started to touch it, it was, uh, uh, you know, unbelievable. God used a dream to get Omid's attention, but that was just the first step. After Omid received the Bible, he and his wife both started reading it. They understood the gospel. They realized their sin separated them from God. They read how God sent his son, Jesus, to come to earth as a baby and live a perfect life. Even though he was perfect, he died a criminal's death, taking our sin and making us right with God. Omid and his wife believed what they read and put their faith in Christ right there in the Islamic Republic of Iran. We're listening back to some of the most moving moments of 2020 here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. If you want to go back and hear these full conversations, we're going to give you links in the show notes for this week's episode at vomradio.net. We have just heard several stories in a row of Muslims hearing about Jesus through a variety of unexplainable circumstances and coming to faith in him. You know, I never get tired of hearing these kinds of stories. So let's keep going and hear more. Brother John is the leader of Ananias House, a ministry in Syria. He told us this story of a young Syrian family coming to know Jesus. And this husband and wife, young couple in upper 20, in their 20s, they had a child and he had a health defect. He has a, some health issues. So they did an operation on him and they took him all over the world. They took him even to Europe to do an operation, but it was not successful. They bought the best doctors. They went to debts and trying to help their son. But uh, what happened is Todd, she heard about this believers community in that city. She tried to commit suicide a few times. Uh, the whole city knows about their stories. And she was not successful committing suicide. They rescued her and she was 
depressed, severely depressed. But when she heard about this believer and somebody told her to go and she went and she worshiped and God transformed her life. And she came to know Christ and she this joy came to her life. But here is the here is the story. Her husband who saw this joy and he was surprised. So she was telling him to come and he said, Don't ever go again. This is such a shameful thing. Don't don't ever embarrass us in our society. So he said, if you go again to that community and to that small church and worship with them, I will divorce you. And so every once in a while he see her, but there's this sense of joy in her and he he realized this is because she's going. <laughs> and she defined him as a husband. And he, when he saw her coming back and having this joy, and he went to church and he heard the gospel message, and it was a complete transformation for his life. From that birth defect, the Lord brought this couple to the Lord, but not this couple, the city to the Lord. And a movement broke loose among that, those people group. Everybody saw what God is doing among them. That's Brother John telling us a story about a young couple who came to know Jesus, discovering his perfect peace right in the middle of a tragedy in their lives. I think we all need to hear that message, maybe especially in 2020, because this has been a year of worldwide crisis. As we review some of the most moving moments from the Voice of the Martyrs radio in 2020, let's listen to the story of two Christian Iranians. They were both sick with COVID-19, and in the middle of that crisis, they met the Lord in a fresh way. They were in the hospital. They had a pretty bad, severe case of COVID, and all of a sudden, Jesus comes up to them and gives them living water. And now the crazy part of this story is both of them see the same dream. Both of them see Jesus. For both of them, Jesus comes and gives them water, and he says to them, get up, you're healed. And they both came to my house. They're in different hospitals, hours apart. So they got completely healed of COVID, like no signs of COVID. They went and did a PCR test. The next day, they were negative. And I couldn't believe it. God, let me tell you this, Todd. If, if you're looking at COVID as the obstacle to spreading the gospel, then you don't have the strategy from the Lord because COVID is actually the catalyst to spread the gospel. You know, it's interesting to hear you say that because that we have heard that story again and again and again from around the world where people are saying, hey, yes, we didn't want COVID, but boy, there are some amazing opportunities in the midst of it. Uh, what, what are some other stories of how God has worked? Wow. Well, um, because of COVID, um, we, were, we went and brought food to a area that basically was landlocked. Like, there's no way of getting food there and everything got the price skyrocketed. So as we're passing out food, one of these imams says, what are you doing? And we're saying, no, we just want to pass out food. God told us to pass out food. And he was shocked. He's like, no one has helped us. You know, no government officials has helped us. No one, you know, from Islam has helped us. You have come to help us. Why? Well, we told them it's because God loves you and God wanted us to help us. Well, soon after a few weeks, we start presenting the gospel that night. When we started presenting the gospel, he sees Jesus. He sees Jesus, and he says, I am the one who sent these people to help you. And then he came up to us and told me, he said to us, who is this Jesus? He is the one who sent, sent you guys. And we said, yes, what happened? Tell us. And he told us, and because the imam was the, was the elder of the village, over 250 people that day came to Christ because he came to Christ. Wow. Praise yeah. the Lord. I was I was in shock. You know, once again, 
God is coming in dreams and visions and power encounters. He's making a mess of the country, and we're just a cleanup crew. That's Brother Ali. We disguised his voice for his security, but you can certainly still hear his heart. He's been telling us some of what God has been doing in the Islamic Republic of Iran. The country has been closed to gospel workers. The country has been ravaged by COVID-19. But neither of those challenges impedes God at all. He's revealing himself to people in Iran and all over the world. On this episode of The Voice of the Martyrs Radio, we've been sharing some of the most moving moments of 2020. But unfortunately, that's an impossible task. We don't have time to play all the clips that I'd like to share with you. So I hope you'll explore the archives at vomradio.net. You'll find all of our past broadcasts there, or you can subscribe to VOM Radio on your favorite podcast app and listen that way as well. I do want to make sure to revisit one highlight from 2020. Each year, this ministry marks the Day of the Christian Martyr on June 29th. This year's honoree was Pastor John Paul Sankagui. Brother Jeremy traveled to the Central African Republic to learn more about Pastor Sankagui and support this pastor's widow. Brother Jeremy is the Deputy Regional Director for Africa here at The Voice of the Martyrs. He tells the story of a faithful servant who gave his life for the gospel. Pastor John Paul Sakangui uh, planted a church back in 1993, uh, which ended up being the only church remaining in this predominantly Muslim neighborhood in the capital of Bangui. So he realized that there were threats. It was dangerous to stay. But if he were to leave, then his witness, the a Christian witness in that area would be diminished. And who knows, maybe all the believers would completely leave from that area. Well, on February 7, 2017, uh, Pastor Sakangui was shot dead and stabbed outside his church. Um, his house, which was right next to the church, was burned down and looted first. And then the church was also burned down and destroyed. Talking to a local pastor, I had heard that he had recently been killed. And so that night, we drive over to his wife's um, house. Her name is Mary. I, I was unsure about visiting because they were still in mourning. So this is like literally just a couple weeks afterwards? This was a couple days afterwards. Oh, my. Wow. Okay. It so, yeah, it's very fresh. Immediately after it happened. And Mary... There was a big smile on her face, and she was just thankful that she had more visitors. There was sorrow over the loss of her husband. There was also a lot of joy. Like Jean-Paul, they were both called to that area together, and they knew that there was a purpose in being there, and they knew that the reality was he could be killed or they could both be killed. It was an encounter that I never expected with his family, and otherwise a name that we would likely never know. And so he represents hundreds, if not more, Christians who have been killed in the Central African Republic for their faith, including many pastors who were martyred just like he was for being committed, devoted to their congregations for the sake of the gospel in these difficult areas. The other names we'll probably never know until we're all together someday in heaven but honoring him honors all of them. 
We've been remembering the life of Pastor John Paul Sankagui. He laid down his life in the Central African Republic, refusing to leave the people of his church, even as opposition grew more and more intense. Brother Jeremy shared that story with us. To hear the entire conversation, visit vomradio.net. That's true of all the clips we've heard today. In fact, we'll give you direct links in the show notes for this episode. If you've been excited or moved by what you've heard from today's excerpts, I know you'll want to listen to the complete conversations. Again, our website, vomradio.net. You can also subscribe to the VOM Radio podcast on your preferred podcast app. That will let you hear past episodes of the program and make sure you continue hearing them every week in the future. Two of the leaders from Voice of the Martyrs will join us next week to cast a vision for 2021 and give a sense of what they see the Lord doing as we enter into a new year. I hope you'll be back with us next week to hear that conversation right here on the Voice of the Martyrs radio network.